0: Butcher
1: is Benny a guy I was not aware of, honestly, until we started talking about this album. Admittedly,
0: but mm-hmm. Ben, I've been asleep. I was gonna say, you I was taking a long nap, and I have woken up, and I am very glad I have woken up to this because this Tana Talk 3 is fucking mas duro she is
1: hard yeah it dropped in november of last year right november mm-hmm. 2018 so this was something that i remember seeing the al- it's funny, i remember seeing the album cover a lot around it came mm-hmm. out it definitely had some hype a lot of a lot it. of like, the
2: blogs were Yeah to
1: people were passing it around people were talking about it and i remember I, I looked at the album cover and i thought of like the carter that's that yeah. i thought of, I was like all right it's like almost like his version of the carter so that's why it stuck out to me i didn't play it when it first came out until we kind of decided we were talking about albums that we wanted to do and then
2: i started listening more and and breath of fresh air, I guess. The thing about Benny was, um, on the Joe Budden podcast, Maul, he's always, they have their sleepers. Maul is always mm. playing Benny. And every time he would play him, I'd be like, oh, that song is dope. Like, what is that? And I would go to Tidal and I'd search Benny and he just wouldn't come up. And that really annoyed me from the start just because I couldn't find his music. And then this album came out. And I started seeing it all over, as you guys did. And I didn't listen to it initially in November, but in December when, like, people were doing the um the year-end rap-ups Randy, yeah. of their favorite albums of the year and songs, a lot of the guys that I follow, especially Two Dope Boys, Mecca and Shake, they've been doing it for a while. They always do, like, similar to how we did our year-end uh, review. Yeah. They, they had, both of them had Tana Talk 3 in there, and I was like, I gotta give it a listen like I, I've been meaning to check this guy out and I just searched Tana talk three on title and it honestly didn't come Tana talk didn't come up but when I put the three in it did it's it's a weird I think that whoever's running uh the search engines or Griselda they need to like hit up title because it was hard for me to it was find to to title. Get
0: that SEO up it, um,
2: it's also tough
1: because I've seen it go as just Pick and then there's the Pick the Butcher yeah. the full names, and I've seen it both ways on different sites and stuff like that of what they're referring to so yeah and it doesn't help that you know he's one of the guys in his group uh, that doesn't have like a Wikipedia page you know there's mm-hmm. not too much information out you really gotta go to the interviews like you did earlier in the week to like Find information And kind of Get a little bit of a history And a background on this guy
0: mm, Yeah I mean I've heard of any Before too When it dro- I mean I've heard of You know the whole Griselda Clip with West Side Gun mm-hmm. And kind of heard Some of their stuff yep. before I mean that's real grimy like 90's throwback Boomback type stuff And Griselda You know I heard about them too Because they got Shining Shady Records I
2: think it was last year 2017 like Something like that
0: I mean that right there Huge cosign yeah. to begin with So I mean I've heard A little bit But it never really Up until when we decided To talk about this mm-hmm. Never really decided To listen to it So, but I mean, I'm just so happy that I found this because really, there's not, I mean, like we said, like, there's not many other people who sound like this right now in hip hop, and especially going around of Tana talk, as you can hear Benny talk about, just like the the drug dealing round, stuff like that. When you talk about that, real shit. It can, it can fail really easily, but only the select few, like, Pusha, like, Jay-Z come off super authentic, yeah. and it works, and it's been working their whole career, and I really think it can work for Benny's whole career, because this shit sounds fucking mean.
1: You had in our group chat uh, earlier in the week, you said, you know, they from Buffalo have, like, an NYC grimy type of sound more mm-hmm. than a lot of the NYC rappers that we hear today, like, even a lot of NYC groups that I love today, like... They sound more like the 90s hip-hop blend, say, ASAP Mob, or things like yeah, that, yeah. really. Like, if you go down to, like, mm-hmm. the purest sense of, like, think, talking about the Mob deep influence, which we'll get into when we talk about tracks, but they really do, and they're, like, one of the only acts that I could think of that's come out of Buffalo, New York. You know, they're, like, they're an upstate yeah, squad, yeah. you know? And and- they're
2: putting it on. Um, as you said, I listened to an interview they did. It was very hard to find information, and mm. they were saying they're really trying to put buffalo on cuz really? they feel disrespected every time people talk about new york they f- they only consider the five boroughs or NYC only as New York, but New York's a big fucking state. It's fucking massive, but that's, yeah. like, that's like a
0: country ride. Like, if you're not from the Northeast like us, when people think of New York, they think of, they, they think of Manhattan, first of all, that's what they think of New York. And then you're to a little Brooklyn, the Bronx, Queens, but no one thinks, like, no one's thinking of Buffalo or Albany or like, yeah. fucking Schenectady. Like, these, because upstate New York is like a mm-hmm. fucking wilderness, dude. And Buffalo is western New York. That's even different. Uh, basically
2: different in Canada too. over there,
1: yeah.
0: so...
2: It's kind of hard.
1: Yeah, I saw another interview that they did with OK Player. Um, I think it was a Benny interview actually, and he was saying how like they're the they're like the kings in Buffalo. Like they are the Dude, guys up there, you know? and they get and they get a, a lot of respect from the areas around, and they are running it. So I imagine that like the recognition not being there. But good yeah, thing about it the other way too is like. A lot of the websites and the bloggers and those people are based out of New York City and they're based out of bigger cities than Buffalo. And Buffalo is a big yeah. city, but it's also one of the coldest places in the country year mm. round. And it's all the way up north, and you know, so like
2: it's not necessarily a desirable place. So it's and kind of a give and take a little bit. They're known for the shitty bills, which
0: so they the kind of <laughs> make
2: reference to. But I mean, we know those tailgates get lit, they like to choke. What when, when else do you have to do up there? Though. Yeah. So
0: fuck cold. You gotta Keep get, you get mind numbingly drunk to pass the time, but. I mean, so, again, Benny Rep at Harford Buffalo. I mean, the album yeah. Tana Talk, Tana, short for Montana Ab where he grew up. So that's where he gets the name Tana Talk from. I think we just dive right into this, right off yeah. the bat. The intro is just, it's like, it to me, it reminds me of some gangstar shit. That sounds like yeah. and guru that beat right off the bat. And it doesn't come off right the bat, like, just he's in your face super hard, like a real, like, super mm-hmm. kind of grimy beat. It's, it's a little more soulful with it um and i really like how it eases you into it cuz when you get down deeper in the tracks you get you're in the yeah. trenches with Benny man and it gets fucking real
2: it's kind of like buffalo i feel like like i like it's, it's nice like in the summer obviously like northeast but like once it gets the fall it starts getting real cold like you get that cold breeze and then the winter comes and it's fucking all oh, fucking wrecked right there and that's kind of how the album was like he, he kind of let off a little bit slow we were like yeah end of september beginning of <laughs> october and then he kind of just dives right in and we get right into that winter
0: weather yeah, i mean the first line of the album is yo I'm from a cold city west sides and conways ain't no biggies like he's right off the bat he's like yo i'm coming from buffalo and after honestly i still couldn't believe I already said it before i couldn't believe it's not from New- one yeah yeah after this
2: yeah year. Brooklyn or something
1: and, and the most authentic thing that you'll hear immediately and you'll and you'll notice it and it, will really stick out with that New York Sound is I would say the beats and mm-hmm. Alchemist handles a lot of the production on this along with along with their in-house producer yeah. which is I wasn't familiar with Derringer at all really until this it. and he's another guy that's harder to look up but he's part of the squad he's their in-house producer and you can tell right off the bat that the alchemist influence that he has mm-hmm. so, so you can imagine what that cosign was like because they work beautifully on this album
2: consider him a member of griselda pretty yeah. much derringer because he's he's the background to all your favorite songs and um you guys know what i'm talking about that fly god or that reject Two, just had to look that up real quick those were two uh two of the most well-known projects by Westside and Conway and Derringer he he's behind the man behind the mask. It's kinda like yeah. Dre. They kinda have I'm not I'm not comparing it to that Iconic run, but on the underground they have a little thing going on with Derringers. Their Dre, he's the guy behind the. He's their havoc behind all of their prodigy, if you and, want to call
0: it. Like
1: and that. that's the thing. Like so much of it is, um, like I get the I get the Alchemist feels of the Alchemist Mob Deep connection. I get that so mm-hmm. much, and that was one of the things that I texted before I did a lot of the research. Was you know that you know he's it it has a prodigy feel. Like I wish prodigy was spin on some of these beats, and that's obvious because Alchemist is also there, and it's just it's it sounds just perfect like it sounds like that's what it was designed to sound like but without being cheesy and ripping it off too you know mm-hmm. all the
2: samples are done in you know a unique enough way where it's similar but different in its own way. no it definitely has its own vibe mm-hmm. for sure like even though even though like we say it has it has a very similar Resemblance to Alchemist Beats. It's, it's not Alchemist. You could tell that it's not Alchemist. And him and Derringer, they, they just know how to cook stuff. And something funny that uh, Benny was saying, he was like, in the studio, Waffle House diet. That's how he put it. That's mm-hmm. what they did to make this. Pretty much working late at night, waking up. Only thing available is Waffle House. And mm-hmm. he said he, he really took his time. And guys, the first, t- the second Tana Talk came out in 2005. So that's. What? 13 years and it's been a while. I mean it's not he didn't even mean to call this Tana Talk Westside and Conway told him that he needs to call it Tana Talk just mm-hmm. to show people who he really I mean, is full
1: circle of like I've been mm-hmm. in this in this for a while type thing like even though this is kind of you know the formal de- not even mainstream debut but mainstream-ish debut the most mainstream debut he's mm-hmm. had you know in terms of projects
2: and a little background Benny as we'll get into a little more He he did some time back in 0304 he was wor- ra- uh, locked up for a while so he has don't don't question this guy's fucking street i'm
0: not checking it yeah
2: out. yeah I'm, some people man, like no, to do that yeah, he's, he's no rosé this guy was actually doing the time but he what he wanted to do with this was really show people how to rap again that's how he's put it in mm-hmm. every interview he wanted to show you guys this is how you do bars
0: mm-hmm. i mean yeah i mean this i mean clearly when you, a lot of today, and specifically in rap, you have a lot of people like, I'm gonna say Lil Pump and other rappers, really kind of glorifying drug usage. And they're kind of making it seem like it's fun. And now, you know, certain drugs, you can use responses we can make for a good yeah. time. But a lot of the shit these people, rappers, are doing, like codeine and shit, that just makes you a zombie. You don't, you're not doing anything, you're setting a bad role. My example for people, and Benny's saying right on the intro, is like, for that shit in Whipped and Soul, this my third Christmas in a row. Real shit. Like, this man mm. has been there with the ups, you know, I guess the positive, or the. The reasons you go into drug dealing is for the money, cause he wants the, the chains, the cars, and all that mm-hmm. stuff, the girls. But you know, it takes it takes years off your life, and you sacrifice so much when you get into that kind of lifestyle. And Benny has clearly been affected by. It and He lets you know up and down, not only from the intro, but he's kind of he's being self reflective on it, which is also very good. And I think that is because he's getting a late start on his hip hop career, or I guess more in the mainstream, and he's older. Like, imagine if Benny's coming yeah. in right now, if we're talking about Tannatown, he dropped it when he's, like, 22, mm. 25, we talking the same way. But now he's in his 30s. He sees he's more perspective. reflective. He's also father, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I believe he's got a kid. So everything is put way more into perspective with the music.
2: And he, his brother, Machine Gun, R P, he was more... Just a little background for you guys. He was, like, more the rapper of the group. And it was him, Conway, and Westside. They're a, little, they're a couple years older than Benny. And when he passed away... Benny decided that now it's time like I need to step up like it's my time to shine like like it's brutal like you lose your brother and he was just like I need I know I need to make like legit money somehow and he fit right in and they used to call him the butcher Back in the day Because he used to just When he would come on the songs He would just destroy them And nah, that was like his, That was like his alter ego Like Benny the Butcher You know Westside Gun You have Conway the Machine They all yeah. have these little um Names to their or Monikers Yeah monikers It, it kind of reminds me of uh,
1: The battle rap scene How mm-hmm. a lot of the names Are like that And they have like the nicknames And stuff like that And they per, They come the tracks Like battle rappers Or freestylers That are like gunning That are doing the classic You know Attacking and bravioso in the rap, but also I think Batman does have the wisdom that you mentioned before and that comes from the age of being a little older, being in his 30s and going through some of the trials and tribulations, I guess.
0: I mean, he's clearly ready to just kind of school some of these onions. I mean, he says <laughs> on uh, Broken Bottles... What does he say? He says, you will like these rappers, but I don't find it amusing. I don't buy their movement, so I don't buy their music. I wrote get rich manuals, bro. I provide the blueprint. Mm. Like that in itself, he le, very reminiscent of some Jay Z too. I mean, the, right there is talk, the blueprint. Just mentioning yeah. that word makes you think a hope, but I mean, it's very similar to the way they talk about you know the the dealings with the drug dealing lifestyle and things like that. It reminds me so much of Hope and how he's like." I like I did this shit before rap, like I know what I'm talking about. Like I'm gonna screw you all to this and basically calling everyone out for kind of being fake about it.
1: And I also think a part of that line and some of what he's saying in this is relating to the like the business sense that they have as a movement too. Like they make money from like clothing brands and their merch mm-hmm. is very the popular.
0: Started,
1: yeah, th- from t shirts. That's all their stuff. So like it's not necessarily just necessarily the drug game and some of that stuff. It's like I know the business route and how to control my own music. And yeah. we've been doing this independently for longer than you've been alive. You know, <laughs> like so it, it, it comes in that perspective as well. And I think that's. Part of how you build a following and a base in a place like Buffalo when you're not in, you know, New York City or Houston or one of the big, you know, hip-hop places.
2: I mean, it's hard because uh, they were saying in the interview that they couldn't just go to, like, an open mic night and, like, you'd have, like, an A&R sitting there or someone, someone that knows someone big yeah. is just happens to be there that night. Nah, no one's going to Buffalo. I mean, to be honest, do we want to go to Buffalo? Probably not. It's cold as fuck there. We're Already cold in Connecticut. Shout out to Buffalo.
0: Buffalo, you're dope. Shout yeah,
2: out. Shout, I mean, shout outs to Buffalo. But I want to visit cold. one time, but it's yeah. cold as hell. It's cold oh, there, I so the I, I, yeah, yeah, I'll fine. go for the wings. But I don't blame, I don't blame these guys for not going there. But I mean, that just makes it even harder. It's just not a talent
1: search, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's like you, you need to pick your places, and 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 you don't start on an even playing field when you're not from one of the spots. I mean, we've seen people try to come up in Connecticut. There, there, there's yeah. some, there's some people in Connecticut that are pretty good, too, you know, and, and they don't... It's tougher to play out to the scene. Yeah.
0: You need the eyeballs, and I think it's good. I mean, we talk about... there's. I mean, there's not a lot of features, but I think getting the Royce feature um, yeah. is huge. Get I track. think it's huge for Benny because while Royce very... Royce is not like super popular in the mainstream, but amongst hip hop fans, like, he's respected. He's respected. Yeah. And so, I mean, and that, that song where Royce, uh, what's, what's the Royce song called? Oh, uh, Who Are You? That sounds like it was left off of The Book of Ryan. Yeah, it that does. That sounds like. Bob Lobo, like, that sounds like leading up to it, like, that, so- that song sounds like if you put Bob Lobo, like, before or after, like, chronologically, they kind of, they're very similar vibes.
1: And, and, and Royce has never half-assed a verse in his life, I so, know. like, he gives him, and he gives him, he has the intro verse on the song, and it's like, he, he comes in so hard, and it's just, it's such a perfect feature, it's like, all right, good shit, Royce, you gave somebody Six. that you clearly respect and like, you know, well, Royce must,
2: out. he must have obviously been aware of who Benny was, because, yeah. I don't think he would have came on a little soft or anything. Mm-hmm. I mean Royce never does, but yeah. he wouldn't have half assed it like yep. the way he does maybe on like a like on an and like on a not that he half half assed it with Eminem, but like he gives you like the more mainstream verse. This one he knew who the audience was, does. he knew yeah. who was listening to this, this, this 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 for the this for the hood.
0: Said so, fuck, I'm not gonna rob you blind, I'm gonna rob you seen. Like I just <laughs> I just the hardest, that's the hardest That's the hardest shit I've ever heard, heard. But yeah, um The Shady connection man Benny's like Six degrees away From an M feature That's what it is it's M-, like, M-, yeah, M is giving features To people A lot worse Than fucking Benny So I mean A Ben Emmy song Be- M and Benny song uh, That's fuck a big card. Well I
2: mean That Griselda album Which they're saying Is coming out on Shady We know Conway And Westside cool. Are signed to Shady I assume that Benny's next If he hasn't already been mm. Snatched up after Tana Top Three came out. Are they gonna be what Slaughterhouse did not turn into on (laughs) Shady? Maybe I, mean, kind
1: of, I didn't even think of that until until just now. Like, is that almost what they're priming for? Of like the throwback bars, you know? It could be, but yeah, I'm gonna fix- just
2: say this: I don't want to hear Griselda with B.O.B. Like they tried that. <laughs> well, that's I don't know, what I'm saying. saying I mean, that well, that was the failed version, version. Yeah. exactly. That's what
1: I'm saying. That was the failed version, and, and maybe they'll stick to the authentic shit, like and be like, all right, we can't do what we did to fucking poor poor button. If Eminem
2: puts Skylar Grey on a <laughs> fucking <laughs> Griselda song, we riot. That's not how. Not, we folks, don't need Skylar Grey or Haley Williams. No so good. Sure. Yeah. Same
0: studio. Ah, that'd be kind of cool, Haley Williams. Zelda. Okay. Air Air
2: but, <laughs> but, um, you were saying. Speaking <laughs> it <laughs> into
0: existence.
2: You were saying so that uh, he mentions Hove <laughs> on here. Benny's favorite rapper, and he puts it from a specific time period. He said '97 Hove, which he has a song yeah. title on here 97-0. called '97 Hove. Oh. That is his favorite rapper, ninety seven Hov. It reminds me of like in
1: like a wrestling type video game, like you get eighty five Sting or some shit, or like or like eighty five Hogan, I should say, and like you get like the era, like that's so funny. Picks ninety seven.
2: Their whole their whole clique fucks with wrestling. That's the whole thing. Westside just put out a whole tape in April for Mania just going in and, and it's the mania one thing. song that I heard uh, recently Rey Mysterio they had Al- Alchemist produced it that was actually one of the songs that like that shit just like we gotta do we gotta do this like mm. that shit was too hard yeah and yeah these got they have that wrestling connection maybe it's the Buffalo as we said and Buffalo they like to break tables at Uh, football games and stuff but that 97 hove. I I love that he says that because that's the vibes we get with him and he's he's lyrically on top like he's up he's up there right now and he may be older, but his lyrics, they are crazy right now.
1: And it makes sense because he's it's, hes not really, you know, a rapper doing the 90s sound like he is the 90s sound. That's what he grew up on. He was mm-hmm. making the early 2000s. He was part of the transition era, you know, of being younger. So it, 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 he brings that in. And, I, and the Royce feature does a great job of that. Having a whole a track that's almost, it's dedicated to that period of music is, is classic. And yeah, the bars are there.
0: And the, the, the to me what I think Stan, what initially stood out to, from Benny to me is just it's so easy the rapping seems so effortless mm-hmm, with him like 97 mm-hmm. just starts off I was born in 84 but I love 97 I yeah, I let him off a brick I cooked 97 stoves like it's just it's so easy to him it looks so natural like he's really not putting a lot of effort in. I mean he clearly is but it's just so natural to him and I think that's something how many people you can tell right off the bat I it reminds me a lot of belly and the way Belly's flow I just, just it's like, he's, yeah. like it's like he's just talking to you but he's this man is just rhyming words and expounding bonds
2: and, and even, even and similar nouns. prodigy we, we've been hinting yeah. at yeah. that whole mob deep connection and just hearing this scholar one of your first texts from hearing it you were like it sounds like prodigy yeah. Yeah. and and um I don't know if you guys you got you guys have to hear that Albert Einstein EP or Oh, whatever you want to call it. But take a listen to that. And then take a listen to this. That's strictly Prodigy and Alchemist. And the connections are there so much. There, yeah. It's so similar and the topics that they discussed. Really street. Really real. And Benny said he's so comfortable being... Honest, because it's the fucking truth. That's that's how he put it. That's literally what he said. He said, "I'm comfortable doing it because it's the truth." So when people ask, like, "How do you how do you do that?" He's just like, "This is our life. We're not mm. making it up." So the reason that we connect so much with it is because you could tell, like, we got fooled maybe with like a rose or a few guys now that are in the game. But Benny, when I listen to him, I, j- I feel like I'm there, and that kind that kind of just like. Let's get it. Let's get into one of our favorite songs on here that Rick.
0: That's I mean that's that is oof, That is Black Mask, Black Gloves, Dark Outside. Like that's 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 some fel- that's some felonious music. Your felonious right music. there. That shit. And I can't relate to any of it, but I fucking love it. That's
1: it, my favorite so song on the album. I, th- I think that beat is Art. just that beat is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely ridiculous. The samples are ridiculous. The samples are what Connect the two producers on this the most. You know the mm-hmm. samples are very, even on the beats that Alchemist doesn't technically produce, you can hear the influence. You mm-hmm. know, and that's one that just sticks out so much. And and it's it's the hardest stuff throughout the whole album. I was wishing I was like, oh man, I could have a, I have a list of rappers that I want to hear on this beat. Yeah. And he does it all justice though because he is rapping that. You know, it's like the truest type of street lines that you can hear and you buy it. You believe it. So it's that
2: 007 much. vibe. Yeah. That's what I get. Like, we're playing Goldeneye. We're knocking people out. That's <laughs> what it is. People yeah. are getting murdered to this music. This is this is what it is. I'm, I was watching White Boy Rick before I came here, and that's what I feel like should have been in the background. <laughs> Danny Brown got smoked in that movie, just to let you guys know. It was pretty funny, but Danny Brown got smoked, and that's what I pictured listening to that song. It's too good.
0: That's, I mean, going on, Jeremy, you're gonna like this too, but that's what they said a lot when 50 came up, that like his music actually like kind of made you want to do like that how to rob type shit. Like it kind of made you engage, engage in some um, mischievous activities and shit like that. But I mean, I fucking rip, man. What he says, it's not one thing about my name you can question. Ain't really much you can say about a legend. Think about it, 18, by that age, I'm a felon, my name in the paper, crime waves was the headache. Like this man has been... Certified from the jump, and he's just oh my god! Like there's just so much fake shit happening now and just music mm-hmm. right now. And Benny and just whole Griselda can really just check all these fucking people that really say all this shit that they clearly
2: and and about. he he strictly calls out every rapper, not not just one every rapper. He says the more money you get, the whacker your rhymes get. That that's so real. We we how many times have we said that? This rapper made it, and like the the bars just aren't there anymore. I feel like that happens a lot more than we can think. Like that that's just something that we're so like I I can't even I can't even describe that that he he put that out, and that's how I feel. I feel that's one of my favorites, and the music is still good, but like they're holding back or they're lazy or they're just they just don't have the hunger. I'll sit with Fifty himself for a few years that that was the complaint he hasn't really dropped that much music but he lost that hunger for a mm-hmm. little bit because he was so rich that you can't you can tell he didn't care yeah for a little yeah and, and especially like he's transitioning into the movies and tv and he has a mega hit on stars so it's hard for these rappers to go back to just rapping but i love that benny just calls them out like you came in hard. Why did you
0: stop? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. It's tough. It's tough. I know. Rick, like Scott, you said one of your favorites. One of the also fantastic songs off here is Joe Pesci 38. Yeah. That right there is straight up fucking grease balls eating some fucking veal at the table discussing business. Got the vino flowing. That mm-hmm. is some straight mob fella shit and. The sample, man. The sample. You think of it, right? You think this is like some Goodfellas some, uh, casino. I, first thing I heard was Goodfellas. Exactly. Godfather. won All of them. Mm-hmm. But the crazy thing is, when you look more into this and what they sampled for Joe Pesci Thirty Eight, what uh, Alan Derringer did, it's like some anime shit. It's called now. A shout out to our um, anime listeners out there. Anyone from Japan? Shouts to you. But I might be pronouncing this wrong. But uh, Yuji Ono is the name of the artist, I guess, and the song is called Kagayu Jinja no Katana or something like that. Like, it's, a, it's like a Japanese. It's like an anime. Yeah. That's a sample. It was would, like four or five. Damn, they just. I mean, they really just threw a fucking. A uh, couple hi hats and a snare on it, and it sounds. Fu- and it's just crazy how you could take something from. A such a different culture and it make it flippant and it sounds like it's fucking like an 80's mom movie yeah like it's incredible and I mean and then Betty kills it this is probably one of the better and
1: that's what they do I was watching a interview a mass appeal type show that they do on, on YouTube and Derringer was there and it was a, it was a, it's a show that they've done with a lot of producers but they just go to like a record store and yeah. they pick three b- records at random they just grab them and then the, they go to the studio and the producer has to make a beat with that. And they had Darren Duran and he did that. He picked an Indian... He's picked a disco album from India. And then he picked, like, an Italian opera album or something like that. Something else. And he spun... He's, he picked a few of the samples and he spun them using just just the instruments from that into into a really awesome beat like a killer beat. and benny was the guy that actually spit on it after it was like a co-interview and benny came in and did like a verse on it after but like that's what these guys grew up on like and that's mm-hmm. another part of the alchemist influence alchemist has created songs from a sample that is like the most
2: obscure weird like folk song from yugoslavia or russia you know what i've, I mean? I've like, seen something similar on how it was on vice actually where they just did, like, a, like a five-minute just in his house, and all the songs he had there was just so many different genres, mm. and he's just like, I just cut it up. Like, I'll, I'll take two seconds of one song to perfect my other song, and that's just, like, yeah. crazy. Like, he'll, th- these, guys, these producers are so into it that... They don't care what they have to sample in order to make it perfect, and even Connie's one, um, yeah. what's what's that Christmas song that we were talking about? Oh, Those, the Louis Prima the song. Louis Prima. Oh, on the, on the yeah. Cuddy album, On the yeah. Cuddy, that, that right there, the that's... The 1920s that,
0: Italian Christmas song. That's,
2: that's right, a mainstream right. example of it, but the, these underground producers, yeah. that's, that's how they're doing it, that's just, they learn, like, they, they see what people are doing, like, Al and Connie, the way they do that, and they're just like, I gotta do that too. And Connie is one of the best to do the samples of
1: our generation in the mainstream Mm -hmm. easily if not the best that's like one of the things and it's funny because like you'll see people that don't know what they're talking about you know that maybe just listen to trap or just listen to other genres of hip-hop that don't like sampling or think that it's an easy type of Mm -hmm. thing and i'm a zaytoven guy i love zaytoven zaytoven tweeted the other day he's never used a sample in his life on any song that you've ever heard zaytoven there's never been a sample he tweeted the other day and he's one of my favorite producers in the game but it's two different, completely different styles, mm-hmm. and they both take an immense amount of skill. Like those those beats that do have the heavy bass and shit like that, those take skill as well. But what Alchemist is doing and what Derringer's doing in this album, that's an an art form. up the things. That is isn't our form, and what and that is like the origins of hip hop. When in the eighties, when they were making these beats and spinning, scratching, a, a, and, all and this the... jockey stuff, like that's what Sam, like that's like the origins of the, of the genre. Hip-hop, and it was sampling was exactly. exactly. That's how hip hop was born, yeah. and it was born on like. Two Two second, three second samples. So the people that are keeping that alive and looping it and stuff like mm-hmm. that—it's cool. Harry Fraud's another guy that that does a lot of sampling as well. Like well, another one, it, our favorite it's very producers. cool. Like and I don't know, I, I, it's refreshing to hear this album because it's the old school gritty. New York, not from New York City, vibe that you want on the beats that you're used to from that time period. And that just gives
0: me... That should just give you more confidence to listen to and you know, stuff. If Al yeah. is willing to devote his time to just... Not even... Al didn't produce everything off this album, but I, we can... Call Al,
2: did, a, Al did like five songs. He, he probably his,
0: executive produced everything. He was right? definitely happy. probably hand, was yeah. Yeah. for everything. So if Al's gonna devote that amount of time, Al doesn't just... Just pick anyone, all right? Yep. Like he's very picky about the people he works with, and gives a lot of time to, and devotes his uh, his his be making ability. So him co signing Benny like that, M is co the Griselda is yep. yeah, signing yeah. the Shady, like that. Right? I mean, that should give you enough of a reason to give to live, give Benny a listen. And I'm just mad that I didn't listen to this when it dropped mm-hmm. in November. I really, i yeah. regret it.
2: Well, it's kind of crazy because going listening to this, and then you see like the recommended or prior and you go into a deep dive and it's just it's a lot of like i'm overwhelmed by like joy Uh, there's there's a whole like year year past that i didn't even know like they've been doing this for a little bit in the 2010s like they've been dropping a lot a lot and a lot uh, Connoy and Westside were saying That they just want to feed the streets They're similar to the Currency, that Underground vibe Where yeah. they'll, they'll literally drop Like six or seven projects a year Maybe maybe it'll be like a little four piece A little ten piece, six piece But they keep feeding the streets And there's so much music to go back on And I just, that's When I, when I could find something like this and I enjoy it that much. It, it's one of the best things in music when you there's so much history to go back and really do your history and research for.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, that's... check
2: out but check out that 03, that uh, Joe Pesci thirty eight though Joe because Pesci. that that is my really songs that is my favorite sure. song on this album. From the first time I heard it, that was the one. I was like, this is the one I'm going to go back and play over and over and over again. It's just that beat is insane. and It's one of those albums
1: that you it's, it's so easy to listen to because even if you think that you might get bored at some point, all the beats are so freaking good. Even if for some reason you're not feeling the the rhymes, and you will, but if for some reason you're not, like the beats are like... It's so good. You want to listen to it. This is like driving music. Like this is what the good yeah. weather is out now. Like this is this is so perfect for cruising. If it's
2: raining, like if it's snowing, any any like bad weather you put this on and it just sets the mood and I I, I feel better when I listen to the music like that <laughs>
0: there's a uh, the time to talk makes me feel cooler makes me feel a lot cooler than I am <laughs> like, especially when I'm listening to this at work just doing shit that's totally opposite of this mm-hmm. I fucking love it and I know Jeremy you're saying Joe Pesci 3820 favorite it's one of my favorites I fucking love Rick too and then I also want to say the intro I, I love I've I the hard, intro is so hard so hard million 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 times those are probably my three favorite And
2: and, three. and we we always talk about how the intro, You Need to Come Hard. Yeah. That's one of Throughout all our podcasts, we've got like 37 uh, just rap-take regular, and then we have like 12 or 13 drips. And throughout all of those, all we talk about... Well, one of the mainstream, main things we talk about is how the intro kicks off everything, and we need a good intro. And Benny just did that. Like, it, once you play the first song, that's just like... It's like the first the first couple minutes of a TV show you know Except it's gonna stage. be boring or not like Breaking Bad I love Breaking Bad but from the beginning of the episode you could tell how the whole episode is gonna go and some of those episodes were a little boring I know people love the Fly episode I hate that episode I just Aww, think it's too, I think it's awesome. I think it's I think it's too slow for me but I'm, I'm just I like more action uh, that's just my vibe but like things like that like that just sets the tone for you that made me wanna hear the rest of the album and um, that Good Night, that's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And he samples Buster Rhymes Ha, And I originally thought that was Red Man for some reason, but it's just that classic sound. And y'all, 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 y'all. That shit is just so fucking hard. And Benny's lyrics match that perfectly. And so Joe Pesci 38, uh, that one right there, "Good Night," and then Rick, as we said, that beat is just a 007, and the, uh, Joe Pesci's 38. Goodfellas, the, mo- the whole movie vibe is what I feel. Mm. I think for me, "Good Night" is up there. That, that's, that's
1: one of my top three. I love that song. That's one we're gonna talk about. That's a great song to uh, kick it off right after the intro. The intro it sets the stage, and then "Good Night" just lets you go in like, "All right, we're going into this gangster shit. This is what yeah. you want to hear." Um, Hove, I love the 9-7 Hove track, I think that one's, that one's awesome too, and that's another one of the beats, that's the most viewed one on Genius too, Is I'm it sure really? people are, were looking in that one, yeah, that was like the most popular on iTunes too that I saw, and I think the Hove name kind of sticks out, people want yeah. to hear like, Bro, oh, they probably thought he was on there or something. Let's hear that. Um... But, and then, I'm a Rick fan. That's my favorite song on the album. R- 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 that beat on Rick, I want to hear. And another thing, like, I want to hear instrumentals of this album. I want to hear mm-hmm. just these clean beats. I think that'd be awesome. That'd, that'd be another way for Al and uh, Derringer to make some money after this, is to do the beats. But Rick is my favorite track, too. That's, like, I guess our unanimous track right there. Is that that, that's definitely Fantastic. unanimous. And
2: probably Joe Pesci's up there, too. Um, intro's also hard, but... Fifty one. Was it wasn't one of my favorites, but I just want to say fifty one. You, Benny says, my flow dirtier than Flint water. That's all you need to know about Fucked. Benny. That, that's, that's true. All you need yeah. to know if you want to know who you're listening to. Benny is a Mob Deep child, like a Noriega and Capone child. He is he is a '90s baby, Wu Tang, whatever you want to call it. If you're a fan of the golden era. You will love not only Benny, but Westside, Gunn, and Conway. The whole Griselda crew, they are throwbacks. And same, the way we were just interested in, introduced into them, we just want you guys to be introduced to them. So go back and do your research, because I think you guys, if you guys love Al... If you guys love Kanye, if you love Harry Fraud, the sampling, you'll love Derringer and the way he samples mm-hmm. all his beats. You need to go back and check the Griselda clip. Yeah,
0: exactly. You got to give Benny a look. And I think that Griselda is doing a fantastic job in Benny with this since the shop recently. They're just really building that hardcore grassroots following. Yeah. Like, really, that is how, I mean, similar to someone like Nipsey did. I mean, Nipsey did it for a long time, so it doesn't necessarily have to take you that long, but you establish those day one fans – without getting like currency without you know having any help with the mainstream doing it all without a drake feature sure out, no, man it's it pays off in the long run it really does and people will appreciate everything you do and I, and
2: I love that you just mentioned nipsey because with nipsey gone r.i.p there there's a void in realness and guys that like when you listen to their music you really feel it and Pure gangster rap, pure gangster rap, and not even not even just the gangster, but just that I love listening to music and actually believing what I'm hearing. I like it's cool. Like sometimes, like the guys, like they'll paint pictures, and we know that's not even completely true, but it's even doper when you know that this is fucking real life. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't a joke.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool, I agree. You know what else is not a joke is like Jeremy said earlier. Is Rap Text Podcast discography because we are fucking jam-packed. What do we got? We got like almost fifty something episodes. Yeah. I think bunch of regular episodes, we got our audio drips. Yeah. -hmm. If if
2: if you're if you're if you're more into the current hip hop and what's going on, though we got the drips for you. But if you're like us and you wanna indulge in a project and you still love albums, I know that there's still a huge fan base. They can say the albums are dead, but they're not because people still are going to albums and we still love them. That's what we do. We take our time and we digest an album and we bring it up for you guys.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and we're all on social media too. Check out our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all at Rattics. Tweet at us. DM us. Do whatever you want to do. We're on iTunes and SoundCloud. Download, subscribe, leave a rating, talk shit. But if we leave five-star rating, even better. (laughs) And just appreciate everyone who's been listening.